see the galaxy. Geronimo! Ben, do you have anything to say about low sex? Nor as everyone else likes to call it, the penis rocket. Why not? We can all give you a warm hand in your entrance. Yeah, that, that butt clenching really was awesome. would be absolutely terrified of anything. Um, uh, uh... Sunday, I had a good time making a ten-year-old boy cry. Have you finished playing with your bunny? Remember, this is the show for good ideas come to die. Commanders, and welcome to episode 380 of Live Radio, the show that likes to talk about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Commander Phoenix Tafaya, Chief Archivist of Live Station, uh, otherwise known as Colin Ford, and joining me in the orange sidewinder bar for this episode, we have our Head of Health and Safety, Commander Aid Levice, otherwise known as Ben Moss Woodward. Yeah, please... Put your head between your ears, ears. Put your head between your knees. Hold on to your ears and cross your fingers. Uh, okay, useful contor- uh, contortionist advice, I suppose. You must be really crap at Twister, Ben. And s- is it seventy-eight Americans die every year playing Twister? I'm sure it's something silly like that. How? I don't know. I, I I'm interested in this now. Extreme just... Twister. They have like spikes. <laughs> on the board, <laughs> like, like, I can um, see that as well. But it's, it's in like the the fighting thing from Flash Gordon. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Death yeah. Twister. Or or is it just because they are hit by a twister? It's one of the two. I can't remember which. Anyway, we also uh, we have our staff liaison officer, Commander Sykit. Hello. Hello. We have our uh, Inhuman Resources Director, Commander Shan. Hello. And making some weird grunting noises, we also have our Director of Pest Control, um, Dr. Toxic. Wait, I'm doing what now? <laughs> You're the Director of Pest Control, apparently. No, no this thing about grunting noises, this is new to me. Oh, well, um, I'm not going to say anything more about your diction. I will move on. Um, Why <laughs> if you wish, and excuse you? <laughs> if you wish, you can join us live. We are hanging out in game somewhere, Ben, aren't we? Oh, when I get back from prison, I'll be in leave. Oh, okay. So he's going to prison. Be, you've been a naughty boy, Ben. Oh, uh, the the locals in Deso took exception to me shooting up their scientists. Oh, so, yeah, it's the same old story. I go off and you know, I'm I'm busy trying to scam somebody, trying to get uh, trying to get authentication to get in there, 
was mm-hmm. like, I've got a bounty. I'm going to shoot you now. And I'm like, I didn't want to shoot you. I just wanted your ID. <laughs> but no, they have to take exception to it. And then they get the buddies in. And then obviously I've got to kill their friends. But As then their, fr- their, their friends have friends. And well, you know, these things escalate. And this is why you're a murder hobo. Ah, escalators. No, never I, never I, trust I, them because they're always up to something. Anyway, um, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> um, if you can't get to us in-game, or you can join the Twitch chat channel, which you can access through laveradio.com slash live, click on the live chat, or go straight to twitch.tv slash laveradio, or go to laveradio on YouTube, or laveradio on Facebook, because we're there, and we're streaming, and we're live. So We may be live on Twitter too, actually. Is that a new uh, one? Since, since when did Twitter do streaming? I don't know, but they're doing right, streaming. About, about a year and a half ago. Yeah, they are doing streaming. Um, the last time I played with Twitter, your limit was 160 characters. Oh, yeah, dear. we are we are indeed live on Twitter too. Oh, heck. Well, careful how much you say because we w- they will cut it off after so many words. Well, it is just spinning at the moment, so it may not be doing anything. I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll. Um... After last year, last year, last week's extravaganza, though, where we had everybody on who we could get on, um, I think we'll just have a quick run round and see how everybody's been doing for the last week. So we'll start with Ben. Coming up to last week. <sighs> you know what? I genuinely can't remember. I think the most exciting thing I remember is not being able to get a, a milkshake from McDonald's yesterday. No milkshake from uh, McDonald's? N- yeah, I know. It's disgusting. That's not exciting. That's regular. Nine times out of ten, you go down at McDonald's and the ice cream machine's not working. Milkshake machine's not working. Um, What else are we not to? I think it's just just been the kind of the usual, really. Um, I have been doing a fair amount in Red Dead and Minecraft. Just all the usual stuff, really. It's been a very uneventful week for me as an individual. Yes. For, I guess that's... uh... An understatement yeah. for everybody else. So, uh, yeah, psych it. Um, what have I been up to this week? I'm drinking too much gin. Okay, understandable. And, and uh, oh, drinking too much gin, uh, recovering from too much gin, and mm-hmm. sticking stars on my face and running a quiz. It's been quite a fun weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um, would you like to uh, explain to people why you got you were drinking gin and sticking stars on your face? Well, okay, the two two things are entirely separate, just for clarity. Ah. Um, but we had uh, we obviously had um, there was the elite meet on Friday, mm, which, um, yeah. which which was very full Drunken. of liquid. <laughs> it was yeah. it was a good time, um, and then on Sunday. Um, I did um, my part for Game Blast, um, which is a special effect fundraiser. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, they raised so much money in general, but we we raised £600, and I'm super chuffed for that. And we did a really nice quiz, and it was fun, and I stuck loads of stars on my face. And, yeah, I just, like, I'm, I, need, I need, like, a weekend to get over my weekend. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Oh, I'm so I'm, I'm glad it worked out. Um, okay, we're going to move on to uh, Shan. How are we doing? Um, someone's at our front door, so give me a second just to see things first. Um, yeah, it's been a kind of a mixed week, really. Um, lots of stuff going on 
um, domestically. Nothing between Mrs. Sharon and the family, but all like an extended family. Um, so it looks to be better news than we thought it was uh, during the weekend, which is good. Um, the Delta variant cat has settled mm -hmm. in. Uh, I'm just going to go and put a picture in the recording studio so you can see the size difference. Um, but yeah, it looks as though peace is broken out with them now. They spent the afternoon on the top bed of the cat tree, snuggled up together, which is all really cute. Right. Just, uh, just, just to clarify this in my head, because I think I've missed a cat here. You, you had Project, was it Beta? Who was no, the... Test Subject Gamma was hot, yes. and he had to earn his name, you see. Right. Through a series of tests and trials. Okay, so we've got Hobbs. Yes. So you've now got another one who's a beta. Delta variant. Delta. Delta. Is Delta going to be called Calvin? Uh, if they pass the tests, possibly. Ah. They have to earn their name in this house. Gotcha. Um, Game-wise, I have not logged into Elite at all because the expansion, uh, the new expansion, the Guild Wars 2, came out yesterday. And I have been playing that almost nonstop. And yes, you can drink, but I just want to comment. If, if you want to know how an expansion should be launched, look at how ArenaNet did it. Um, there was there was no game-breaking bugs. Poor performance was not affected. Lots of new gameplay. A whole a whole new map, basically, to play different combat mechanics, etc. And it, it's really good. Really enjoying it. So yeah, it's it's. So I'm playing Guild Wars 2 at the moment because there's a new expansion that's been two years in the making, plus all the additional uh, content they released for free in those two years. So it's a combination of about eight years worth of story. Right. So busy, a busy time with the Guild Wars then. Yes. Uh, right. Um, okay. Let's uh, think. Oh, Doctor Toxic. Um, what have you been up to since well last week? Um. Working mostly. Um, I've got this thing called a job now. I'm a receptionist at a chiropractic clinic. Um, other than that, I've been scared absolutely toffee free of this issue that's going on. Russia think they're big and muscly and are being laughed at by the rest of the world, if I'm honest with you. As, as much as I joke about that, yes, it's still a horrifying event and it's very worrying. And I actually have people over in Estonia that I'm worried sick about. So that's been affecting me um, quite badly, mentally, health wise. Well, as of um, uh, two hours ago, my friend in Kiev, which I think I mentioned, uh, the teacher in Kiev was yep. was okay. They describe it as hard, but they're they're still alive, which is a good thing. Um, so yeah, prayers and stuff. Are with yeah. everyone just, there just to clarify, you said they passed. No, they've not passed. They're still oh. alive. Oh, oh, good, good. Um, I mean, the the amount of lives that have been lost has been atrocious if i'm honest with you and well it's, it's on to be honest um toxic it's on all sides I, I follow the i followed the un meeting where the uh, ukrainian ambassador sent out the phone messages from a killed russian soldier well we will take this opportunity here to uh, to take a break uh and pop over because Commander Yannick, Yannick uh, he's in the middle of a 12-hour stream, which is raising money for the R British Red Cross um, Ukrainian Crisis Appeal. 
now you can find that at twitch.tv slash commander underscore Yannick. Uh, and there's a donation button there. Uh, or you could do, uh, directly donate at donate.redcross.org.uk. Uh, obviously, he's. Um, we will be hopefully catching up or jumping over onto him uh, at some point later in the stream. Yes, Ben. Oh, so Yannick's actually just letting us know he's having problems with Discord at the moment. Uh, last I saw him, he was mostly going up um, Oh, one of the biggest mountains in uh, Horizons, whose name I forget. But, um, <laughs> but he, he was busy hill climbing in, in Horizons. And yeah, hopefully Yannick will be able to come off and say hi and do things soon. Uh, what we will be doing, though, is at the very least after our show... We'll be going off and we'll be raiding Yannick, and it'd be awesome if everyone could give him some support and obviously chip in and throw a few quid towards his donation for the Red Cross as well. Because yeah, obviously, you know the Red Cross, the Red Cross, Red Crescent, all of that stuff is amazing organisation, and you know there's a oh there's a lot of people who are relying left, on them. Well, you know they left with the clothes on their back. Yes, it's that's that's completely true. Um. That uh, it's it, it's a situation which is um, yeah yeah I think bleak is an understatement and that's well, un- unusual for that to be an understatement. You can use a bit of black humor here or dark humor here and suggest take as max out your credit card, make make the biggest party you can. <laughs> next week you might you might not get the chance to pay it back. Next uh, week you get irradiated to pay it back. Yeah. Right. It's, well, it's either that or the Russians are going to be hacking the banks. That's something I've been talking to colleagues about is um, the cyber terrorism force that's yeah. possibly going to be coming next. Oh, well, even better, they'll wipe out your credit with it, won't they? Um, anyway, <laughs> I, I, suggest we, I, I suggest we keep um, we keep on the show as there's enough doom and gloom and everything going on outside. Yep. And this is this is a this is a silly show about a silly computer game. Yeah, I was just about to say that. So um, we're going to draw a line under uh, under real world stuff at the moment and move on. Well, actually, I haven't said what I've done this week. What are you missing? Uh, well, I I did something I never thought I was going to be able to do. I beat XCOM two. Holy shit! Mm, yes, and and if that good, I'm going to have to do War of the Chosen now. So, War of the Chosen is amazing. Wait, you Colin love it. The game. It's so good. Yeah, hey, I finished the I finished the previous XCOM, and I even finished the original XCOM. So yeah, because I'm old enough. <laughs> <laughs> it, took, age, yeah. Jesus Christ. it took me five years on the Amiga to finish one game. <laughs> it does. Copy disc lasts that long because I didn't think they, they lasted more than about four years. I don't know. Ask Frontier. <laughs> this one did. This one, hey, I still got some Amiga discs upstairs that do work. So hey, anyway, oh hang on, they did work five years ago, but that was after fifteen years. So, um, right, I am, I am waffling. So I think we'll head over and have a look at the, what the development news has been occurring this week. And, well, it's been yet another quiet week until um, we got this strange update from Bruce, uh, which was, Greetings, Commanders. Uh, This is a brief post to let you know that the release of Update 11 has been moved to the 8th of March. 
This will allow the development team more time to properly prepare content as the fleet carrier interiors and other fixes. The new release date is subject to change. However, if it does, we will let you know in advance. 07. Um, except they never told us the, a release date in the first place. <laughs> no, 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 no. According to um, according to my chat on Monday, because I said the exact same thing. When mm-hmm. did when did they when did they tell us there was going to be a, le- a release date? Um, apparently, they told us on a live stream at some point. A couple of people were um, were adamant. Now I don't know if that is the Mandela effect because I can't remember that being said at all. But apparently, they were like first of March. It's going to be there's going to be a, a thing come out on the first of March. Oh right, well that was that's I, that's the first I have ever heard of it. To be honest. So, yeah, to be uh, fair, it's not that much of a delay from when they said that, is it? It's not as no. though they've delayed it six months or something like that. I mean, I'm, I'm sure we can forgive them a couple of weeks. Well, I was expecting something to come out at the end of March, so I'm pleasantly surprised. Yeah, yeah. Uh, both Elvis Kremen and uh, I'm going to say it wrong, take a drink, Katiana. Katiana, close. <laughs> I'll, I'll get there eventually. Um, uh, both say that they remember that happening on the live stream. You've got better memories than me. Either that or I dropped out for that one moment. It's an um, interesting Colin, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember it, and I'm relatively certain that Katie and I are exactly the same age. <laughs> um, so, yes, um, update 11 will include the legendary fleet carrier interiors. Uh, and, of course, everyone's going to try and jump their carrier first. But, um, as usual, we'll give the usual warning that uh, don't take the eighth off, take the ninth off, because you'd just be waiting around for the blooming blue bar to go across the screen. I've just checked, and the eighth of March is not the Ides of March, so I think the staff of Frontier are perfectly safe. Oh, right, okay, yes. Um, in- interestingly enough, um, Frontier aren't talking about this at all, really, apart from that one statement or a couple of couple of small posts and um yeah i think that's that's it <laughs> we have a public service announcement from commander ventura back up your bindings as um, our own commander fozza is at the moment <laughs> trying to restart his elite dangerous career and um having a little bit of a problem with the bindings um honestly shan that that looks as if the uh, your cat is going to smack the other one. Yeah, it's only in friendship. Only in friendship. Other than the same breed. <laughs> no, the same make. The same, same make. <laughs> the same brand. <laughs> the same, same brand of cat. Yeah. Oh God. But yeah, it looks like it's caught in mid-slap, doesn't it? <laughs> but crucially, the claws aren't out. You see. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's a enough. big telltale. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> same make, different model. Yes, or yeah. Anyway, it, yeah. No, it's just it's just a paint scheme, really. <laughs> Fox all cat. <laughs> so okay, next week, obviously, we'll bring all this that's information. Fair. Well, actually, we can't because it will be the. Uh, well, it will be the eighth on Tuesday, won't it? Is it? Can I just interject very quickly here, Colin? Mm-hmm. I've just seen the file name of this, and it's called Evil Hobbs. 
<laughs> Would you care to explain this, Shan? Why are you saving <laughs> Shan's pictures? Well, that's, that's, that's creepy. It's on Discord. So the question is, though, how, what other caption would you put on that picture? Shan um, Hobbs gives Kitten a high five. Um, and the reason why I'm doing that is so I can go off and put it up on stream if that's okay with Shan. Oh, sh um, uh, yeah, yeah. Put it on it if that's okay. That saves me doing it. It looks, uh, it looks like, and this is just a random scene that's played out in my head. I can imagine that cat that's given the slap is dressed up as Darth Vader, and the one that's about to get slapped is the stormtrooper. Please tell me they're from the same damn show. I get in trouble a lot with that because yes, I, I never are. watched them. I never watched them, so I get in trouble a lot. No, oh, about apparently, the Star Trek community get very upset. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uncultured and I'm proud of it. Shut up. Right. Well, moving on from moving on from cats and stuff, um, David Braben's actually been a little bit busier on Twitter than he usually has for the last couple of days. Um, yeah, Apoc V says that looks like the Batman slapping Robin meme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could see that actually. Yeah. Um, this is a paid for article from the Financial Times that, uh, as people quite. Um, in a tizzy, because basically Sir Ian Livingstone, who, um, for those of you of my age, he's one of the people that helped me learn to read because he did the final fantasy game books, which um, with that and Lone Wolf actually encouraged young boys to read. Uh, well, Sir Ian Livingstone and David Braben have hit out at the loss of the UK-based companies to foreign buyers. Um, and on top of that, there was um, some discussion about the fact that uh, uh, about uh, FDev's potential takeover, uh, to which he sort of said there isn't really much point uh, as he has and his wife had 33% of the company. And uh, yeah, it doesn't sound like he's got any interest in selling up. So, uh, I mean, potentially it's possible. It is poss possible for a, a a buyout, but um, it'd be it'd be quite difficult to do. Um, can I offer an alternative viewpoint on that, Colin? Okay, Jan. Well, if you, if if you look at what um, was said in the uh, Financial Times article, um, Mr. Braden said, if you look at what happened to the share price, it wouldn't make sense to do anything now. Mm -hmm. Raven said the possibility of a sale adding that the 33% stake he and his wife had in the company would act as a natural barrier to any takeover attempt. The key words means it wouldn't make any sense to do anything now. That isn't ruling it out. All it's saying is, you ain't buying out my 33% of the value of the company now. That's not saying a not ever. It doesn't say you even if you it when I'm done with it. <laughs> it it's, it's not saying, oh, I'm, you know, I, I'm not... You know, you need to up your money if you want to buy me out kind of thing. Because I don't think anyone would turn down, I don't know, a billion pounds. Well, to be um, fair, Braben to Frontier Developments has always been... He's not doing it for the money, is he? He's never done it for the money. He's doing it for the, what can I make? He's doing it for the, what stories can I give? Also, Shan, you have to remember the entire point of the article was... Selling companies to foreign investors is fecking stupid. Keep it, keep it in-house and don't be an idiot. Keep it local, yeah. Yeah. And treat treat buying games companies I, like shopping I for would, food. I, 
I, I, I would open. like to, I would like to think people are as principled as that, but I'm sure if you offer them enough money, they can find reasons for thinking, well, actually, yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been in the, I've been in the game. People are smarter than that as well, but unfortunately... Yeah, I mean, I, I will agree that everybody has a price. So and that's and it made me look as why did, wouldn't it make sense to do anything now? Why didn't you say would make you know why would it say well the share price doesn't matter because I'm not selling? Why why the uh, wouldn't make sense to do anything now? Because that wouldn't look good in an article. Yeah, but the entire point of the article, the whole reason why he and Ian Livingston got together to do this was to to basically I don't want to say moan, but moan about UK companies getting gobbled up by foreign investors. You know, and they want, they're trying to encourage the government to invest more and do more to promote British games industry. The only thing I'm going to say is Maplin's Electronics. Now, a lot of people don't under, probably won't understand what I mean by Maplin Electronics. I Maplin's do. Electronics, yeah, you probably you know because you're a technical, technical guy. But for those that don't know... Maplin's Electronics is like Toys R Us for adults, for the people who don't know how to do the sparky rubbish. (laughs) They went bust, didn't they? They went, yeah, exactly that. Maplin's went bust because Maplin's was brought out by the owner of Toys R Us because he was having a financial crisis. Oh, I'm losing money on this store. What should I do? Buy another successful store. Issue there is we are now out of Toys R Us and Maplin's. Now, I don't give a rat's about Toys R Us, right? I'm I'm an adult. I don't know. Toys, you know, kids. You have your toys, kids. Whatever. What I miss is the, I need this connector. I know. I'll walk down Mount Prince with my connector in my hand, and I'll walk, to, walk up to the guy on the desk. I'll be like, I want one of these. Uh, literally, you turn me like that. I want one of these. And I say, look at it. And I say, all right, sir, no problem. And they take you to the shelf that's got it on. And charge Brilliant. you quid for it when you can buy it for 2p on eBay. The one on eBay, you don't know the size of it. You don't know the brand of it. Who cares? It's, it's it not good. Or on Amazon. Oh, I'm not saying send it. it back. You're funny. Send it back on a two pound item. <laughs> well, they just say keep it. Then, don't they? Chief. Yeah, but they, they just say yeah. They just yeah, oh, they've not got this connector there. that I don't want to throw away because I just brought it, but I got no use for. No, no, no. Sort that. Take it down, Maplin. One time buy. You've got the right connector in your hand. But you yeah. must have had qualified Maplin employees because. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my because, god. The, the guys down Maplin. Maplin guys, I, I I doubt we didn't know their IDs from their starters. So. Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. The, the local, um, I, there are quite a few shops. Curry's is the one around here. Um, you know Curry's PC World? Yeah, of course. Um, the, the people in there, the staff in there, don't know their feces from a pate. And I'm back. So uh, That is a brilliant time for you to come back. <laughs> and I don't know what tangent you guys have gone off, but any time you mention Curry's for, for your technical needs is, is always a bad sign. I, so, I, um, I, I won't be able to catch you up, Colin. I um, tuned out maybe about 10, 15 one, minutes. One word, Colin. One word, Colin. Jobbies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. If we're talking Curry's, I want to just raise richer sounds. <laughs> That's wrong, Ben. That's right. wrong. Okay. Well, moving away from that, have you guys co- covered the Raspberry no, Pi? We literally stayed where we were, Colin. Oh, yeah, we, we. Well, you didn't stay where you were. You went off somewhere off into the. Well, the... okay, we went into the. We, we went on a mild little tangent about how it's bad for companies to buy up other companies because we're missing out on our Maplins because Toys R Us brought it out. The owner of Toys R Us brought it out. Right. Well. um... Yeah, that little mild, small tangent. 
for yeah, Lave Radio. Small for Lave Radio. That was a well. Tangent. Today is the well. Is it today or yesterday? Uh, David Braben actually tweeted about the fact that it's now been ten years since the Raspberry Pi, and um, I have actually got my Raspberry Pi right in front of me. I've got three of them. Yeah, right in front of me, and it's the uh, it's one of the originals. Uh, and uh, on top of that, I don't think it's been plugged in for the last six years. Oh, you still got your original as well. Um, get uh, well, probably won't mean much to you guys, but I've got a PoE switch in my uh, in one of my rooms, and I've got PoE splitters to power all of my pies, so I don't need power supplies. I just plug <laughs> network in, and it goes. <laughs> I, yeah. I only have two Raspberry Pis. I have a Raspberry Pi four. Which stores all my dash cam footage, and I have a Raspberry Pi Zero, which is connected in the Tesla, so mm-hmm. that as the dash cam downloads stuff, it archives it onto the Raspberry Pi, which is then backed off onto the Raspberry Pi. So it's it's quite a cool little device, actually. Yeah, I, um, I've got a home server for storing the footage. Like I, I, I don't understand why people use Pies as storage. Yeah. Um, right. Well, the, the, we'll just point out. I'll just ask, I mean, do you think the Raspberry Pi has actually achieved what it set out to do, which was re you know, replace the people's introduction to um programming and things? Actually, oh, I think yes. So, yes. I totally yes. Um, I mean, you... Go on, Sean, you first and then I'll try and because no, I, I when I was when I was buying them, I I think I went to a um a, a Raspberry Pi online store and I was gobsmacked at the amount of stuff you can t- stick in them to make them you know motion cameras wildlife camera anything yeah they're just weather predictions they're really versatile and all of it's free and all of it's um open source so definitely and i think uh, yeah i'm a big fan of raspberry pi um for that so yeah definitely been a success yeah so, okay quickly dr toxic I think a lot of people, I think 99% of people have missed one of the biggest tricks for a Raspberry Pi. You've all missed it, and it's all to do with Britain. Okay. Raspberry no. Pi is a risk processor. Okay. Right. The BBC Micro was a risk processor. Yeah. The Archimedes was, but not the BBC. The BBC was the predecessor to it. Yes, I'm aware. It used a uh, Motorola chip, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but it wasn't risk. It was the Archimedes, but that's beside yeah, the point. Close enough. Um, the BBC Micro, if you upgraded the master far enough, would actually run Risk OS. So did the Raspberry Pi. So why did everybody not jump on the whole British bandwagon, which it was a small one. It's still there. You could go Risk OS open and download it. The original operating system for the Raspberry Pi, you know, s- s- screw Linux off. I mean, Everyone is like, oh, Linux, Raspberry Pi, Linux, brilliant. You sit there with your five-minute boot time while I, I I plug my Raspberry Pi in with a Risk OS, and by the time the screen's turned on, it's ready. It runs BBC Basic, and if you want it to, if you try hard enough, it will run Elite. For, for me, the biggest boost for risk processes is the fact that pretty much nearly every mobile device in the world runs a risk processor. Yeah, you're not wrong. And this is kind of why I'm annoyed with Apple. We're putting risk processors in their laptops and their iMacs because it's a desktop machine and they're also cooking the process. They run at 90 degrees, which is a little bit warm, if I'm honest with you, regardless. Right. Um, well, but yeah, well, no, um, risk OS, you could program in basic on it. So 
yeah, you, you could really take it back to the roots. <laughs> yes, Sorry. well, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go anywhere near loads. <laughs> Load double quote, double quote. Um, anyway. <laughs> God's truth. Then, if you got that, you're you're old and decrepit now. Excuse you. Yeah. Anyway, um, back to Elite <laughs> you know. Dangerous. Back to Elite Dangerous. One of the things that they did mention um, this week is the fact that it's still risky to apply experimental effects to the enhanced frame shift drives that were delivered to the commanders for the Colonia, the Colonia Bridge Project Phase Three. Um, so yeah, that's been a reported issue. Um, I think frankly, how, um, I'm not sure. I think it just breaks things. Ben. Oh yeah. It, it has the potential to go off and say, Hey, you know, that double engineered module you've got? Well, you ain't got it now, but there have also been reports of some people who have successfully done a dance involving get a component, sell a component, store a component, upgrade the component, and maybe if you wiggle it in the right direction, you might have your double-engineered double module with the experimental effects. My eyes well. suggest that's nearly outlining an exploit, Ben. Yeah, near. I wouldn't quite say exploit, because it is meant to work, but they don't know, Frontier don't know why it's not working. But it is meant to work, and it does apparently work for some people under certain circumstances. Personally, I ain't going to risk it, but that's on you, I guess. Yeah, they put the warning out there that um, at the moment uh, (laughs) it's it's a bit of a dodgy one, so be careful. Um, Right, so that's the end of the uh, development news. So, like I said, we'll probably have more for you all next week when... um, Update 11 drops. Uh, right, in-game events. Well, it's actually been quite, been quite light this this week. There's only been three. Um, on the 24th of February, uh, we've had both the Brewer Corp um, aug- augments the Starport services. Um, there was a bit of uh, uh, controversy because the one in the bubble completed okay, but the one in Colonia did not. And... Um, I think that was actually due to shortages of things in Colonia itself. Um, am I wrong about that? What's this? Sorry. Oh, psychic's woken up. Well, I mean, you were boring for a minute there. So, what are you talking about? <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> the Brewer Corporate, the you know the um, uh, the CG, it, it managed to complete in the bubble end, yeah, but yeah. It, didn't, it didn't finish in Colonia. And I didn't know whether or not it was because materials ran out in the Colonia and people couldn't actually physically get them anywhere out out there to put them. I I, I would imagine that it's probably a mix of um, not finding them and not and, and apathy. Whereas mm-hmm. before they were they were quite happy. People were quite happy to um, to shunt them up from the bubble, like shunt all the um, the extra items up from the bubble. Um, They've done it like three weeks now. I, I think it's kind of like the, a little bit apathetic towards what's going on. Mm, um, yes. A four-week project is a long project for anyone to remain invested. Yes, it is It is quite long. It is getting a bit long in the tooth, in my, my opinion. Um, have we still got another two weeks to run? Good question. 
Um, we're on. We're we're currently on week three. Mm. All right, so there'll be one week left then. Yeah. Yes. Um, also on the twenty fourth of February, the Battle of Summerland uh, concluded with uh, the Empire completely winning. There were no two ways about it, and they now claim that the NMLA threat is now no more. Uh, okay, I know what you're going to say, Shan. So get it out of your what? system. What am I going to say? Uh, you wanted to to be on the other side just to cause chaos. Well, there is that, but I was actually going to ask a more general question: Is did the players have any say in the outcome of that battle? Yeah, they could not have taken part. They couldn't have fought for the NMLA then. They couldn't have fought for the NMLA, but they could not have. the The alternative was: Well, you either fight for the Empire, or you don't. But that's a completely silly argument because how do you? Because you, what you're doing is you're trying to prove a negative, aren't you? You're saying, well. This many people did this much, or this much was handed in for this much, so therefore they deserve to win. You're sort of not because otherwise your point of Colonia not even reaching tier one wouldn't have happened. If people didn't play, it wouldn't have reached tier one, therefore it would not have. Yeah, but how many people? How many people didn't chose not to do the CG? That's that's the point I'm trying to make. You can't say it was like a vote. I think a lot more people chose not to do the CG than did the CG, because there's a lot more people not playing the CGs than did playing the CGs. So, yeah. so therefore, Summerland should have won then, really. More no, not really. Do it than they did. But the, the people took part, and but if enough people took part in order to, to win, make it, to, to make it bright, they should have had a resistance CG running at the same time, because then those who are really invested in the CG, either way would have got a chance to contribute. Well, I would agree with you if there was a chance that effectively um, you had to choose one side or the other. It was a, a either or, but they, they don't do that. It's just basically um, you can choose both, which I think is wrong. Yeah, um, I, I agree with Shan as well. They could have tried raising sanctions, but... more According to Inara, mm-hmm. um, more people took part in the, in the combat than took part in the Colonia Bridge Project Phase for week two, uh, just with the luck of contributors. That's I don't know if that I don't know if that's might have weigh anything up for you or make or change your mind about anything. But I'm just looking at figures of what uh, according to people, and those are just the people who are reporting that they're yeah. that they're taking part. You know, it, uh, might, so- it might explain why um, the Colonia one failed because everybody else was too busy elsewhere. I, I mean, this does go back to what we talked about the other week, wasn't it? Where we wanted players to have an active choice or influence the decisions that were taking and then Frontier being courageous enough to go along with the outcome regardless of the outcome if you see what I mean. I mean it was like the, the first CG was the war on Lou, Lou wasn't it and that did actually have a repercussion but it seems as though it's like you can choose anything you want as long as it's a story we want to tell. Which no, I, 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 this is like the the first time that there's been like a combat CG in my memory, in recent memory, where you've not been able to, you've only been able to fight for one side. And I think it is probably due to the fact that the NMLA were absolutely battered the last time. Yep. It, that there was no, there was barely any resistance on the side of the NMLA. So what was the point? Do you see what I mean? That's absolutely true. On the last couple of times the the combat happened with the NMLA, they'd hardly they they didn't even reach tier one. 
and what the reward rewards from each side. I'm just curious. I won't be we can go on about this again and again and again, really. So I suggest we no, move on. As, but... as far as the rewards were concerned on that, Shan, it didn't matter. There were better rewards for the NMLA in one of them, and they still got battered. The, those um, enzyme bombs that they've been using against uh, uh, against the stations, you could get missiles with that in. Those were offered. And they're fantastic missiles, but nobody wanted them because they wanted to batter the NMLA. So, yeah, um, <laughs> we're going to move on from that one. On the 25th of February, um, Prime Minister Mahon was reprimanded over the re- the, the Riault conflict. Um, this was uh, when the Sirius Corporation moved one of their mega ships into uh, Riault, and Riault didn't want them there, and a big, big scuffle happened, and they had to run away. Um, so, yeah, he's been reprimanded by the Parliament, and um, he's accepted the reprimand, well, whatever that means. <laughs> Yeah. This is a very naughty boy. Yes, this you've is been a... a little bit more slapped. <laughs> That's right. We're not going to sing your national anthem. Exactly. <laughs> What's the point? Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> it's the Olympic Committee of Mahan. Uh, right. Uh, in other news, um, Operation Ida, uh, they are actually running to fix to fix Fort Zion on HIP 62154. They are pretty close to actually finishing it with only emergency power cells and natural fabrics outstanding. I think that was done uh, just yesterday. So if you wish uh, to quickly contribute and, and fix up a station, then you're quite welcome. And that's all the news that we've got this week. Like I said, it was a light week. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, so I guess it's that time of the week again. Score a lot. In the bi weekly newsletter, here come paint jobs for your arts. In the bi weekly newsletter, here come paint jobs for your arts. A store alert, a store alert, a store alert, a store alert, a store alert. Did anybody see a tumbleweed go by? I'm sure I saw a tumbleweed. <laughs> um, for those yeah. of you out, <laughs> it looked for the, funny. The, for those of you who probably realise there hasn't been anything in the store, not that we that not that we could make out. I mean, did anybody did anything jump out at anybody, or was it just me going nothing today? Wasn't there something in the secret special person's store? Uh, There was something, but I think we'll come across that later. Um, Yes, so there's absolutely no no newsletter this week, or no store alert. So, um, yeah, uh, I hope this does not continue, because that is a bit of a worrying one for me. Um, so nah, I... save your arcs, it's fine. Just keep saving those arcs up, you'll be good. <laughs> saving them up for, they're saving them up for carrier interiors, which is all uh, then cost a bazillion arcs each. <laughs> just because you want a painting on the wall. I need, I yeah, need to earn more arcs. Yeah, a, a bazillion arcs just gets you a plant pot <laughs> on the bar. 
A Brazilian arcs gets you one NFT. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> oh dear, don't get me started. Don't get me started. Um <laughs> we would send we'd send poor Psychit into a coma. I would literally die. I'd be sat here and you'd be like, Psychit hasn't spoke for like three weeks. Yeah, it's because she's dead in a desk. <laughs> okay, Only then. nearly. We're not trying hard enough. Right, we're going to take a quick break and uh, we'll come back to with you with our main discussion of the week. Want to tour the frontier? Travel with Colmac Reeve and our new fleet of passenger Starliners. We've opened up the universe for a range of budgets. Option one, luxury. My husband and I like to travel in comfort. The new luxury cabins were like a home away from home. After all, one's home is a castle. Option two, first class. We'd saved up a bit for a really special trip. The first class cabins were like nothing we've travelled in before. Really luxurious. Option three, travel cabin. We won a trip with Cormac Reeves' monthly lotto. A travel cabin for two on a starliner around the solar system. Once in a lifetime for us, simply amazing. Option four, basic accommodation. Me and my mates just wanted to hitch around the universe. It's so great that we have the option of getting a really cheap cabin to see the sights. It saved us loads. And for the budget conscious and slaves, we have our cheapest option yet. Well, I needed a... And we won't sell any of those frozen passengers into slavery. I promise. Colmac Reeves All Budget Tours. Seeing the galaxy from luxury to freezing tubes. You've flown ships at max speed. You've felt the power of the 30 megawatt mining laser. You've experienced the efficiency of the MB4 mining machine. Wow. But it leaves every hardcore miner with just one question. Why can't I get a shave that's that fast, close and efficient? Introducing the Saracen MB5 shaving drone. It's so smooth. Combining the power of a mining laser with the convenience of a drone. It's like every hair is targeted by a fighter and destroyed. Saracen's patented shaving drone attaches to your face at the start of the day. Leave it to do its work, and when you come back to check, your face is shaved. He's so smooth. It's like I'm mining my face. The Saracen MB5 shaving drone. Now I feel manly. Saracen shaving. Making shaving an unnecessary adventure. Space can be lonely. But sometimes, that's just what you want. Choose your holiday, the gas giants of Alioth. Partying the night away in York on Aquila. Or even, go back and find your ancestors on Earth. Rockforth Corporation makes your holiday special and will let nothing disturb you. And welcome back. Um, now, obviously, uh, we're quite me, myself, uh, and Shan and Psykid are all a bit chuffed with ourselves. Although, admittedly, I think I'm still nursing a bit of a hangover uh, because 
what happened last Friday is that we all turned up to the first elite community meet for quite a while. This was, uh, of course, in a charity do for special effects. So all the money raised by the tickets and the raffle and all that kind of stuff, all that went to to uh, to charity. Uh, and uh, yes, all. Well, there was quite a lot of us who trekked all the way down to Cambridge uh, and we ended up meeting with the CMs. Um, so there was Arth, there was Bruce and there was Zach. And um, did anybody actually catch the name of the girl that was there? Because um, for the life of me, I can't remember who she was. I feel really bad because no, I'm I, so sorry. I, I believe her name was Diana. Very well, says the guy who actually wasn't there. <laughs> I don't know why that's so much to drink. Yes, and and we have to say we had uh, basically free food, uh, free bar. That's a very bad mistake, Frontier. Um, I'm actually surprised at how long the free bar lasted, particularly since there were quite a lot of hunting truckers there. Yeah, I'm no, 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 no. They were they were still there at three a.m. Yeah, but was the bar still free? Yes, free yes. Off, um, when off left, he he said, "Right, I'm going." There's still money behind the bar, and he gave it to Ranty. And I think, I think I'm not 100 percent certain on that, but I know that the Hutton truck has got back at 3 a.m., which is madness. And not, and not. Oh, God, I thought I was too old for that shit, but they definitely are. So, so if Frontier posts another loss this quarter, it's because Basically. the bar bill. The bar bill from the Hutton Truckers, yeah, I think that says a lot. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'm pretty sure they have a budget for that. <laughs> I don't know why any of you are surprised at how much the Hutton Truckers drink. We've had lockdown for a while. They've had time to practice. No, the point. But the point. The point was toxic. Is that the, he announces a certain amount of money behind the bar, and knowing how much the Hutton Truckers drink, uh, how much I'm, did he put behind there to begin with? Like, what was the grand total? It's not for me to say, but it was. How I don't care specifics. How many digits were in it? If Let's the see, truckers it, were it, there, it should got to be at least four. <laughs> it put it. It did. Um, I, well, put, let's put it this way: the bar was at least prepared for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, they weren't. Well, yeah, you do have to call up. ahead when those guys are coming. Well, they, they weren't because the taps upstairs didn't work, and if you wanted a if you wanted a drink, they, unless it was actually in the. Uh, refrigerator at the upper bar they had to run downstairs and get it yeah but they were still served up which was good enough um yeah so there was an awful lot of uh, uh drinking involved there was food, there was plenty of food which was deep food fried, was nice, deep fried enough to keep a glaswegian happy <laughs> I, I really enjoyed the food because when they said they're going to be a buffet you kind of expect the sausage on sticks and the pineapple and the odd sandwich you can eat. But actually, it was pretty nice. I had little sort of mini burgers, which were okay. Chips, which were okay, and are still about warm. Um, and my favorite thing they had there was like mozzarella balls with a jalapeno slice of pepper, jalapeno pepper slice on mm. top. And they were really nice. I've forgotten how many of those I ate, but they, they were top stuff. Oh, they had fish sticks as well, didn't they? Do you like fish sticks? No, I didn't have any, but I noticed they were there. <laughs> but um, no, so I was actually quite impressed with the food there, actually. As I say, I expected, you know, the uh, the limp sandwiches and the sausage on sticks and the um, 
uh, all things like that. But no, it's actually pretty good, actually. Yeah. Uh, and I think uh, this is the first time that we've met in person, Arf and uh, Bruce and Zach all together, to which I think I have to say I was a little shocked because I got people the wrong way around. Because how? 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 Yes, because Colin. Because uh, toxic shush. <laughs> Arf is the giant with a beard. Yes. Zach's this little guy with a beard. Yes. Arf is, is Gandalf, and the other two are <laughs> hobbits. Okay, that's what you just need to remember. Um, well, well Bruce no, this is, is this little guy without a beard. He'll stab you in the back. This is the thing because I thought Bruce was actually taller than Arf. No. Yeah. Well. It surprised everybody because there was an awful lot of them. And Bruce, you're you're shorter than we thought. There was a lot of us who said that. Oh, <laughs> Poor guy who was there going, oh, I've Bruce heard that. Bruce also has hair. After however, however, he is taller than Ed Lewis. So for people who are trying to gauge it on a scale, um, <laughs> after sort of Adam Woods's size. Price. Uh, and um, I mean, big as well as tall. Oh, here we go. Oh, no, not again. No, <laughs> no. We've had this I'm conversation, Ben. We have, I know. We, we've had enough of Ben's fantasies. Yeah, Let's well, move on. Okay, what I mean, Adam Woods is lanky, whereas Arf looks quite chunky. <laughs> That's getting kind of personal now, Ben. <laughs> Zach, is, Zach is about Ed's size. Right. <laughs> and, and, of course, Bruce is in between, but we thought Bruce... I don't know, maybe it's because he just looks down with such disdain on the, on the stream... <laughs> you think, oh, he must be tall. So, uh, so, so, uh, going back to the old days, then, would you say uh, um, the one in the middle is sort of like Zach Antonacci size? So, what, Bruce? Yeah, yes, he's about, about that tall. Since, since all of a but sudden, thinner. all we've got to talk but about thinner. is, <laughs> yes, thinner. So, so basically, all you're talking, I can't believe, would you talking about the height of the CMs? It's interesting well, that you're comparing yes, the heights of the CMs when the rest of us use like feet and inches. <laughs> Arf is two and a half head loses. <laughs> <laughs> He's two and a half heads. <laughs> oh, I think that's horrible to think about. The thing is, though, if you start asking the CMs um, in proper measurement, then they'll start wanting to know their inside leg and things like that. So. Really? Ooh. Um, this is you, you can a play with turn. her side leg if you'd like, but the rest of yeah, us don't care. Is... We just want general height. Yeah, this is, this how many hands at the shoulder. <laughs> oh, <good God. laughs> it's not a horse. I don't. He I walked horse not. by the end of it. <laughs> I'm, step, I'm stepping away. I see what you did there. Yeah. Burntish. <laughs> and Katiana says all of them were taller than the sidekick. Wait, wait, wait. Zach might not be. Zach might not be. Zach might be around my height. I don't know for certain. Do we need to have a have a, a height off at LaveCon? Oh, can, 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 can I rescue this conversation for a minute, please? No. Which, no. Which, which, <laughs> no, what what I will said it because it was uh, it was um, it was amazing to be there with in quotes real people in at that sort of event after Two plus oh, yeah. years, because it was. I mean, it was also the first time I've actually been in a shopping centre for two years, and it was just amazing to get a feeling of reality and normality back. 
you know, the fact that we were in, it wasn't a huge room, but it was a regal sized room with about 50 plus people, would you say, were there, Colin? Yeah, there's about there. I just like well, someone... Zach said that there were 80 <laughs> when he spoke to me, when we, we spoke. I was trying to go by the raffle ticket because every raffle. I, ticket I was... wouldn't. I wouldn't. The no. raffle was a cluster. Well, there, there, there seems to be about there seems to be about half the number of raffle tickets drawn weren't actually anyone there. But anyway, there, there was there was quite a good crowd there, and it was just so nice to meet up with people I, I hadn't seen for years, people I've never met, people I wanted to meet, and yeah, it was just so nice. And sorry for the people who couldn't make it. Make it. Hopefully, you'll get your chance at later con. But it was just, <laughs> it was just a great chance to almost get back to normal because, yeah, I, I certainly how I certainly not sure about you guys, Colin, and Sai, but it was great to have people sort of walking close to you without thinking you're going to kill them and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Um, yeah, what we should have done for the CMs next time in LaveCon, someone bring a banana <laughs> just for the scale. On on the topic of um, restrictions and stuff, um, today we've finally taken down the plastic screen at work, so there is no plastic screen between myself as a receptionist and a customer. Uh, they patients didn't anymore. Have, yeah, they didn't actually. They didn't have a plastic screen at the bar either, did they? I remember. No idea. I never went to the bar. I just sent other people. <laughs> <laughs> Good girl. Queen Good girl. Like it. So anyway, we, 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 I am we a have disabled a... human being, Colin. <laughs> Let me have this. We, we, Let so me we, have we, the we, benefits. So we've talked about the food and the drink uh, and the atmosphere. What what was your other highlights? Because there's a few events and games, wasn't there? Yeah, well, let, let's just talk about the raffle because I must admit it went so badly wrong and Arf was losing it so, so well that I must admit I, I was, uh, my my sides were hurting from laughing so much because it, it was, it went wrong in such the best way. <laughs> for, for It was really nice to see like, off Bruce and Zach's dynamic, like in real life. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like definitely. just seeing the dynamic between all of them, because there is there is like a really nice camaraderie between um, around that team. Yeah, and of course, everyone sent a special get well soon message to Sally, who uh, was still um, poorly. Uh, so that that was nice, and of course, there was a pub oh. quiz. But that really, that really just turned out to be people shouting out answers. Uh, hold on, Colin. Just wind it back a bit. What what was first so funny for you in the raffle? Because people remember we we were there, and the, our dear listeners weren't. So just what was what was so funny about it? What was funny was the fact that Arth did I think the best John Cleese impression that I have uh, I've heard, because basically he just lost it. And lost it and went full Basil Faulty at some point, and it it, it was great. <laughs> I was talking about the probability of a of a winning when a winning ticket was being drawn, the probability of actually someone with the actual ticket. It, it sort of felt as though they'd sold and given X number of tickets out, but they'd uh, yeah, for the raffle they'd put the whole book of tickets in the in the bottle. <laughs> yeah, anything over one twenty, and and nobody had it, <laughs> so it was constantly redrawing. And um, yes, I will say, Steph, if you're listening, um, you are still the best raffle ticket compare in existence, as compared to uh, what we had to put up with before. 
I don't know, after turning around and asking Bruce how many te- more T-shirts they had to give away or something, and Bruce went, I don't know, six. And that made my night. Because <laughs> I ended up, didn't I, dividing the room into Yeah, I'm just t-shirt throwing hydrogen. T-shirts and stuff at people. Mm-mm. Yeah, I've got one of the. I've got one of those T-shirts, uh, and uh, you got a goodie bag with um, some headsets that don't work, <laughs> and a water bottle, which does. You, you've got the. You've got the the ear, earbuds, haven't you? The Odyssey earbuds. Yeah, the Odyssey earbuds, but they don't work. Have you charged what? them properly? Because mine work. <laughs> yeah, I've charged them properly. They've got the little green light coming up, and you open it, and it's supposed to go bleep, and it doesn't bleep. It doesn't, it doesn't make a bleep, bleep noise. No, it's just a. It, it just you just open it and there'll be a light flashing on it somewhere. I'm looking. Uh, we can we can troubleshoot uh, this later at some point. Yeah, but um, all I can say is that I'm disappointed because they're really nice razor earbuds. They're well. really nice. They're really really nice. The fact that they're not working is is as I'm gutted. Maybe the clues in the name Odyssey earbuds. Oh, we just had to wait for the sarcastic put down, didn't we? Well, mine. The, the the difference is with that, Shan, is like I got mine with my big package when like the PR package, and mine worked f- from the off, so it can't be anything to do with it being Odyssey. Um, I, I'm not sure if uh, Commander XLA was there or not, but they said their earbuds don't work either. So whether it's they actually won the earbuds at the raffle or whether it's a general comment, I'm not sure. Yeah, well, we'll just have to wait. Um, I'm I'm going to. Well, they're, they're charged. It's just not lighting up. So Ask for your money back. Ask for your money Yeah. Oh, you're so funny. You should be on the television. Right. <laughs> um, right. So, yeah, we've covered, I think, all the, the fun activities that happened there. Um, however, for those of you who were looking for uh, juicy tidbits, this was one thing that they were quite, strict on there weren't any it was just a a, a complete uh charity night um i did notice quite a few people <laughs> um basically surrounding and haranguing the the cms uh over certain things but i was too busy setting up the miniatures game which nobody played but the the miniatures look pretty you did have some interest in the miniatures game then colin Oh yeah, I did. It's just that I think, I think by the time we got it set up, everybody had knocked back that much beer. I don't think anybody could be bothered. I mean, to, to be fair, Colin, I think what it also was is not just the beer thing. Is that people were so pleased to see other people sitting down at a table and playing game would mean they wouldn't get around to see all the people they wanted to say hello to. Which is quite true. But you know, we had everything all set up, and um, yeah, we'll have to. See about if it can appear at LaveCon or not. I'm not quite so sure. Um, so yes, the yeah, as I was saying, there wasn't any juicy information. It was it was very much the the line of yes, uh, we'd like to tell you stuff, but we cannot because we haven't been given the go ahead. I think that's we're allowed to say that. I would say so because we're not we're not saying. We're not saying anything. Um, I mean, I was. I, I must admit, I was a little, a little tiny bit disappointed with like when I got there, seeing the people sort of like surrounding off. And I think one guy had like a full list of questions that he was expecting to get answered. And I was mm-hmm. kind of like, it's a little cringe. It's a little yeah. cringy. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I did. I did feel that. I mean, that's it's one of the reasons why I was, I was um, keeping away because I knew that if I did actually 
talk to off I'm or any of the CMs in, in great detail, I would have asked and it would have been I would come across as that guy and I didn't want to. Yeah, don't be oh, that guy, Colin. Don't be that I guy. Didn't, I didn't want to be that guy. It, it wasn't really that sort of environment to exactly. really quiz the the CMs. Um and I must admit, I did have a I did have a chat with R um in general about a few things. And when you read statements that say, look, we're trying really hard to get the answers for X, Y, and Z, uh, I'm talking to him. I personally believe them. I I know they're trying really hard to get anything to us. But the impression, underlined, the impression I got was that they are not being given any, given anything as yet to tell us. So for some reason, the decision has been made higher up that they will only release stuff when they're told to release stuff. And as a CM, I completely respect them for that because it's what their job is. They uh, they are, if you like, the liaison between us, the players, customers, and senior management. And if, you know, I, I suspect it's incredibly frustrating for them to try their best to try and get the answers um, to be said, actually, you can't say anything about this at the moment. I mean, to, uh, yeah, so that, that's, that was my impression. So I complete respect for the CMs and their patience with dealing with stuff that we just don't see. Yeah, I mean, I did get the impression, when I, when I did talk to uh, both Bruce and, uh, and Zach about uh, the miniatures game, the, the, you did, obviously the, the, the conversation topic did turn around to say, uh, look, I'm not going to ask you anything because uh, obviously you can't say anything. And they just went, yeah, we, we just can't. We, we really do want to, but we can't. And then would that was the, all said. Would you describe the Ben term as their cock blocked? <laughs> I, don't, I don't necessarily think that that's the case. I think it's more of a case of um, they're... they're di- mm, it's difficult. I, I feel like I feel like this half of it, half of it is, oh, we don't, we we can't go out because we've got nothing to say. But I think some of it is like maybe a little bit of we won't go out because we've got nothing to say. If that makes sense, what's the point in us sitting here, buff, um, but rebuffing the same questions, rebutting the same questions over and over again, and seeing console is, release, console release, console release, yeah, which is essentially is what we're waiting for. It's definitely a part of it, uh, Si, and that is something I've confirmed. You know, they they want to be able to give an answer, but they can only repeat the information, what they've been told. So I completely agree with you. They they would love to be able to share stuff, and they're just, yeah, as I say, uh, Ben turns, I think they're cock-blocked further up. Because I, mean, I, I picked up on the frustration about that, actually. Um, so, which is why I, I'm not going to lay any anything about lack of communication at the CM's CM's feet, because from that conversation we had, I'm absolutely convinced they're doing everything they reasonably can other than doing something that would lose on their job Mm. to try and get to try and portray what they're being told. It's just, they're not being told anything. Yeah. I mean, there was at least uh, a couple of developers there. Um, I did see, I did spot Dav. Dav was walking about uh, being worshipped by the Dav (laughs) worshippers. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think he was like the only poor guy. Also, Dav. Um, did I see Dominic there as well? You know the mission. I think guy. so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Dom so, was yeah. there. Yeah, Dom, Dom was there. 
Yeah, Dom was actually there saying that it, you know, it one thing that he finds actually really frustrating is the fact that um he knows that there's there's good stuff coming, except he can't tell anybody about it, just like the CMs, because you know, he wants to keep their job, but he's finding it so difficult to keep stum. <laughs> so I mean there's a I got a few nudge nudge wink winks from people, but I can't say what they were because it would get them in trouble. But there's, there's, there's some stuff that actually make me feel a little bit more encouraged. Um, so if, if it helps, if there's something that makes me feel encouraged, then I think I think it should be taken as good news. Yeah. I mean, uh, personally, I think it's... I mean, I mean, I must admit, in the last couple of weeks, I've been finding it difficult because obviously with the lack of communication and the fact that you know, we had no indication that you update eleven was actually coming. That um, you know, you, I was getting a little bit de- uh, despondent about what the future of the game was going to be after this particular event. I feel a little bit uh, updated, uh, updated, uplifted about the future. If you see what I mean, because I don't think um, I think there's going to be more stuff coming. It's just obviously they haven't been able to talk with it about it yet. Why? Why I am mystified is why the hesitancy of telling them stuff. Because I, I mean, one of the conversations I did actually have with Arv, and I said, "Look, mm-hmm. if as we're all we're all grown ups here, I thought Jesse around the room, we're all adults, we're all grown up, we're all fans of the game. If you've got bad news, or if you've got something, thing, just just tell us why it's bad news." And most of us will say, yeah, okay, I can see that. Fair dues. And move I, on. I and I, and that, but the thing is, you, you can never please anyone. You always get the vocal minority who, mm. who, oh, you didn't promise me my golden unicorn skin on my Panther Clip or anything like that. You'll always get people like that. But you can't kowtow to the, the people who's always going to be salty about stuff you have to treat people as adults and professionals from there and i i I just worry that there's a fundamental disconnect there and that worries me more than the lack of confidence about development uh well i'm wondering whether or not it's it's after the after the results and the uh the frontier have had uh, and obviously the crashing uh, share price. One more bit of bad news could be enough to send things further down, further down the the share price, further down. So they might be holding off any communication while that tries to stabilise. But maybe, but it's going to take a hit anyway. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, well, maybe they're waiting for better news to come along with the. Uh, with the Warhammer game, which I must admit I looked at and thought I was tempted, but then I promised myself never to pre-order again. <laughs> Not that I'm I'm meant- but, yeah. but anyway, in, in terms of um, it really felt like um, a mini Lavecon, partially. I mean, it wasn't... It did. It did. It, it, it didn't have the, in, the, what's the, word, the informality of being able to say, oh, hi, Let's buy you a drink and sit down and have a chat at the table. And it wasn't that informal. But then again, I don't know whether we'll ever get back to that level of informal again, if you see what I mean. Yeah, well, it has been two years. So we do, and it's a brand new CM team so that, that people don't really know 
um, as well as uh, as when Zach and uh, uh, Ed and Will and, and Stephen were all about. Did Will ever get to a live con? Yeah, no, Will's at LaveCon in 2018. He ran it. Oh, of course, yeah. yes, he did. Yes, that's right, yes. And there was the ECM as well, which was um, Sally and Will and uh, Paige. Yeah, um, we were in the, you know, before they left, it was the case of, you know, Will and Paige would come up to us and, you know, just like, Ben, great to see you and give you a great big hug. Now, I don't know if we'll get there again because it's been a long time and we don't really... But we'd had such a close interaction with all these guys for so long. Yeah. And we, as Colin says, it's brand new people, isn't it? Yeah, it's brand new uh, people. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, think about what you're saying, Ben. Um, I mean, yes, it was different CM team, but then, as you quite rightly say, Will was at Lavecotton, and it almost didn't feel any difference between when Will was there and whatever. I, I'm just, I'm just worried that the disconnect between what senior people are not saying and what the CMs want, that the CMs get told, just to just attend the event, just don't say anything, don't be a good boy, don't talk to anyone. Yeah, except basically that they are chaperoned and they're going to the event with both hands tied behind their back to almost like socially distance from the public at LaveCon. Uh, and We'll see when it comes this year, but that's my concern, is that because of what's happened in the past and because of what seems to be the culture there, we'll never get back to that kind of matey-matey, jokey, casual thing again. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing that highlights that... Oh, Psyche, do you want to come back, come in first? Um, I, I, I just think you're... I think you're looking at the older CMs with... Like these rose tinted glasses, like they were they were so much more friendly with the community and they knew they could tell us everything that we wanted to know. Yeah, well yes, times has changed have changed. I off Bruce and Zach all joined um all joined during the pandemic. So we not we haven't had that chance to get to yeah. know them like face to face and all of those kind of things. Um I absolutely, I, I, I mean, I absolutely love After Pieces. I've got a huge amount of time for him. I think he's a he's a cracking bloke, and I gave him a big hug um, when I left. Hmm. Um, and he gave me a bit like when he came up to me and was like, "Oh, hello." We had a big hug. Bef- like when when I saw him, um, and when, well, when I saw him initially. So I mean, it. I I, I genuinely do feel like th- they do they. Do will and do and will have that connection um, that you're you're remembering from past times. Yeah, I will have to interject there because um, I, I will say that the atmosphere that was there uh, that evening, I think it was up there with some of the sillier things that the CMs got up to in at Leafcon before. So you know, it, I I think it's just. I, I mean, I know that we we also go on about about the uh, uh, oh, I remember when it was so much better when uh, <laughs> when we were younger. We had to go uphill both ways to get to see a CM team, and they they all bought us drinks and they loved us. Oh, they loved us. I mean, we need just, we need the whole this theme playing in the background. Do 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 do. Look, yeah, look, but get over I, it. I will say that I felt that the atmosphere that after the drink had certainly hit the system a bit was certainly just up up there with the old ECMs and Lavecon. So 
personally, I think that's a little bit of a. Um, I think it's hugely yeah. unfair. Yeah, um, I think the I think the one thing that um, is of concern is the fact that in the in the older days there was a sneak peek, there was something that was was released only to people at LaveCon. Of course, next day it was all over the place, so they they kind of knew that it was going to get leaked. But um, I think the one thing that uh, I think Shan's problem is the fact that that kind of sneak peek thing will not happen ever again. No, no. I, well, that's not really what I was getting at. And I mean, let's let's be, let's be because Ed will never listen to this, and neither will Zach, so it's fine. Ed was a great entertainer. He was a brilliant entertainer, but to try and get him to do anything he had promised to do, it was like trying to herd cats. Um, so you quite often you'd have to go to Zach to get something done that Ed had said, oh, I'll get this done. It was like a constant badgering because Ed Lewis's skill was in the entertainment part, not necessarily at the CM part. And um, so... Yes, I'm aware there may be a rose-tinted view because of the entertainment part was always fun. Um, but what, what I'm trying to, to, to get at is, and again, I'm open to be, you know, I, I hope they come to LaveCon and I hope I have a great time with them and we sit down at the table outside and have a chat and just chill and, and whatever. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure that will happen. It's just there's a, I, have a, I have a concern that they're always somehow on their guard and I, I, I want them to be natural with us, not having to be on their guard, if that makes sense. Well, um, yeah, we'll, we'll take that because we haven't really given a chance to see where it goes. And uh, Ben is going absolutely dot crazy. So, uh, Ben? I, I think Sean actually just highlighted the key thing there. Well, I remember, remember, I want our relationship with Arf and the current CM team to be as good as it was with Ed at ECM, where he called us all a bunch of fuckers. <laughs> and he knew he could say that, and he knew we would take it in the spirit it was intended, and he felt comfortable enough with us to just rip the shit out of us. And I want that. Well, to tell you the truth, I th- uh, from what I've seen from Arf, uh, I think... Uh, he can quite easily match Ed for that kind of thing. A hundred percent. Yeah, like I said, it was um, uh, my, my sides was sore from laughing because basically it it, it was it was full on it was full on Basil Fault. He got full on Basil Faulty, and it was absolutely hilarious. And uh, oh. it, I think like the yeah. fir- like the first like announcement thing, or like once everybody had got there and everyone had sort of like mingled a little bit, he said. Um, he said something along the lines of there's there's um, money behind the bar, the drinks are free so he said, let's just have a fucking good time, so he definitely swore in the first thing that he said um, yeah. to that extent and I was like, okay, I'm home this is fine Yeah, yeah. and on top of that, uh, we have to say that microphones in that place was useful, were useless I think and he bought his own li- if, I mean, he must have bought his own little tiny PA system I swear yeah, that's all it was he, he didn't need one. I mean, whatever, whatever microphone, it was like one of those uh, karaoke karaoke kits that you kits that you buy a kid of ten years old with a, a, a grot speaker. 
I think, oh. I think had he not been shouting into the microphone, it might have been slightly different. He overloaded it. His own, his own PA kit. Um, yeah. I, I do want to add something else that uh, occurred during my chat with uh, Arf. Mm-hmm. Is that 21 came over and gave me a stress ball and said, Hi, Shan. And I, I asked him, I said, Oh, mighty 21, can I have absolution? The never visiting Hudson <laughs> Orbital. And there in front of Arf, as my witness, I got absolved by the Hutton truckers for never going to Hutton Orbital. See, I think you should have been made to go and do it, frankly. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't believe I you. Do. I don't believe you. I can't imagine that. that I can't I imagine that you'd have been let off by that. No, I, oh, I, I was definitely. Nah. I need to have a word with uh, with Vidyan here because that's just letting the site down. In fact, actually, you're the only person in Leave Radio who hasn't, and it's just. I don't it's care. I don't care. I, I went. I went to the Hutton God, and he absolved me. Because Alvin wasn't there. Oh, Alvin's Alvin's the Hutton God. Yeah, he wasn't and, there. You know, if you were if you you know yes, but, approached yes. anybody, you would know that. Yeah. Yes, but he wasn't there, but his prophet was there. No, I Mike, don't, I don't uh, know. Mike's not Sorry. well as Alvin's prophets. No, nope. yeah, Mac has never been part of the either. So Mac, I absolve thee in the name of twenty one. There you go. Mac doesn't have to go now either. Hey, it's good this that's all isn't it? Wait, is now? Who said? Where is it written in the Hutton Testaments? Um, uh, you know what? We will we will pass this over to Vin uh, Vintian and the rest rest of the Hutton truckers who were still shouting for the mug, and I got the smallest mug imaginable. Did uh, you get a little special this. effect one? I got I a got little it. special effect mug. It was really yes. cute. It was I really wasn't sweet. sure that I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't boast about the size or lack of your mug, Colin. It's not it the size, really, it's what you do with it. little mug, it was so cute. <laughs> was it for your doll's house, Colin? Well, oh dear. Um, well let's, let's see. Uh, no, I would just like to actually point out that uh, to say hello to, um, of course, we met Stuart GT. There were the guys there from uh, HCS Voice Packs. They were all there. That was called, uh, obviously, it's quite nice to see. Um, Commander Ascorbius was about. Um, Although I never saw, did you catch up with Commander Scorpius? He was at my like table, it? so yeah. Ah, oh, right. Fair enough. <laughs> him, Plato, and the Burrs were with me for most of the night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously it was the Burrs. It was really nice to meet them in person, uh, and uh, yeah, um, of course, Commander Vid, uh, Vintion and uh, all the Hutton truckers that uh, that said hi, and of course, good old Double, who we never got a chance to to. For oh, Double actually. there. Yeah, Double was there, but we oh. never got a chance to play the miniatures game so he could beat his duck. Because poor old Double is every time he plays that game, he's always the first one to die. <laughs> and it's hilarious. In fact, last time <laughs> the, the the other guy in his team felt that sorry for him, he passed his ship over to him. <laughs> and next turn it blew up. So Ah yes, good times. Um, Shan, you've got a couple of people. Yeah, there's, there's a few people I always wanted to meet. Um, I went to because uh, I stayed at the same hotel as um, one of the uh, official forum mods who'd uh, spent. Osric was it? No, it wasn't Osric. No, because um, I met Osric as well, which I thought was. No, yeah, uh, but no, they'd, they'd 
that basically been traveling since 7 a.m. from Scotland. It had taken that long. but uh, So it was great to meet them and uh, have a chat with him after the event. But also, um, Slopey was there of the of the now famous Slopey's tool. And I always wanted to meet him and thank him because when, when he was developing it, it was it was the trade. It was like a online um, EDDV, wasn't it? If you remember Slopey's tool, yeah. Oh, we're being raided by Jack Little, that and I, 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 real boy. And I'd always wanted to meet him and, and shake his hands and thank him for the work. So that was that was really cool. Um, so yeah, so they were the, they were some of my highlights. Like, I met people I've always wanted to meet since I've been playing the game, and uh, yeah, really really enjoyed it. Yeah, oh, psych it. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't was just a case of like, like who was my highlights of meeting and stuff. I, I, I felt kind of bad because um, it wasn't super accessible um, as far as like getting getting up to it. By the time I got up the stairs to get to it, I was pretty much done for walking around. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um. So um, I, I felt kind of guilty because I would have loved to have come and like gone and like meandered and said hello to a few more people, but it was it was super it was super difficult for me because like my my, my mobility isn't there. So yeah. um, I'd, I I'm hoping come Lavecon. I'm I, I'm a little bit more mobile or something. Sort of hoping. I mean, it might not be the case. And at the end of the day, like. If anybody was there, um, uh, like anyone in that LaveCon who wants to say hello, come and say hello. I might not look approachable because I'm sat down looking miserable, but that's normally because I'm in pain. Yeah. I mean, we did have quite I, a lot um, of people come up to you, though, didn't we? Well, yeah, and I just feel really, really, I just feel, I feel a little bit, there's a little bit of, like, FOMO with it that I just, I'm, I'm a little bit pissed off that there are people... Um, <laughs> there, there were people there that I would have loved to have met. Um, mm-hmm. I'd love to have like sat down and have had a longer, like a little, like a five minute conversation with, and um, who I couldn't because it would have involved like me, me, like one m- having to sort of like get up and walk over to them and all of that sort of stuff. It was, ju- it was just tricky. I, I wish it had been maybe a little bit more of a more of an accessible venue. Yeah, um, I do apologise for laughing halfway through that. That's not it, what you were saying. That it's what is Katie actually, said. I know it's what yeah, Katie said. <laughs> it's exactly what Katie and Lennon said. So we're going to set up a, a Leavecon meet psychic booth with autographs and pictures. I, I will bring stickers. <laughs> what, are you going to stick one on your face for everyone who comes and meets you? Fuck no. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> no, because they all fell off on Sunday. <laughs> Oh, uh, back to Sean. Well, I actually met Psychic for the first time, which which I enjoyed actually. So it was, uh, it was it was good to finally meet you rather than seeing a face on screen or a voice on on this show. So, mm-hmm. but thank you for saying hello to me. Um, You're welcome. And, and and no, dear listeners, there wasn't a punch up. Um, <laughs> it was. I, I did hear that Little Willie uh, was there. And he was. Michael he was, was. like. Yeah, that was the that was my my next name. Yes, Little Billy was there. Um, who I must apologise. I've actually completely forgotten how he came to be until it was mentioned, and I remember the nine hundred and fifty pound cost, wasn't it? It was like who wants a Little Willy? And I think that was the winning bid, wasn't it? Because it was on the uh, Frontier live stream. Oh, so yes, it was the Christmas live stream. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about. I did wonder why someone was walking around with a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a nice thing to say about Bruce. 
Oh dear, yeah. Well, it's, everyone should be reassured that, of course, the um, there there was a representation, uh, a representative from Canon who was walking around with in a lab coat. So nothing's changed there. <laughs> well, the thing is, though, with, the thing is, though, with the Canon T-shirt, is only the Canon people will understand it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everyone else would have to ask them, what does your T-shirt say? Because we can't work it out. And, and you couldn't miss me because I was there with the big um, Leave Radio orange T-shirt from, from the expo. And I've just realised that that's the... That T-shirt must be at least five years old now. <laughs> did you get it? Did you get it especially for Expo? Or did you... It, it was... Have uh, it it Fozza actually had them all printed. Uh, and we all turned up with with uh, the the orange t-shirts with uh, our Did names. You've got on one back. as well, haven't you, Ben? I do, yeah. And as Colin says, they were they were made especially for the expo, yeah. Yeah. So um, <laughs> just just so that if I fall <laughs> fall on on my face in the dirt, people know who's collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a benefit, and I saw a bunch of people also have making use of you know I wore this t-shirt because it's got my name on it. Hmm. Because um, you know, random fat bloke number seventy three doesn't really help you very much when you're trying to identify them by the commander name. See, I wasn't sure when I when I joined the crew and stuff whether I wanted a late radio t shirt because I think it would be equivalent to putting a big target on my back. <laughs> <laughs> well, Commander Lennon in the chat has now said, as a LaveCon veteran, I can see that the novelty of meeting the cast wears off after the second person. Oh, I remember my first, yeah, I remember the first LaveCon I ever went to, which was 2015, which I think was the first one I went to, the one after release. And I tell you, I, I saw the Lave radio logo up there and the music and I was just in awe. It, it would be like it was amazing. That first LaveCon meeting the rest of the, the crew and I think I was mentioned at the time actually uh, to, in the evening I still feel as though I don't belong here in a way. I know people say oh you don't can but I, I, it was just, it's just, a, it's just an amazing show and amazing thing to be part of yeah. um, and that includes the elite community Why as well. are you talking about this in the past tense? Yeah, that's it, it's. It, this sounds like a something like a eulogy. <laughs> well, it might be. Who knows? This is going to be a show next week. <laughs> we are gathered here today, right? Um, well, uh, has anybody got any final points they want to say? Because uh, I think it's time to 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 move on. No, I just want, I just want on, to say thanks. On, I just want to say thanks to Frontier for putting the event on and make us all feel like normal geeks again. Rather than yeah. isolated geeks. Uh, that, yeah. It was fucking nuts. I loved it. Uh, honestly, I thought at some point uh, a vein in Al's head was going to go. <laughs> I really did. Oh, I was waiting for it. Anyway. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, I must admit, they're thinking it's not so easy to run a raffle as you think, is it? <laughs> well, I, I think it is sabotaged, personally. I think he was sabotaged. By Bruce? I, I don't know, but it can't be. Yeah, how hard is it? Uh, yeah, you put, the, you, you put the same number of raffle tickets as you sold into the pot, ensuring they're the same number both while, and then you just get someone to spill it around a bit and pull them out. You don't. You don't put the whole whole packet of raffle tickets in, regardless of how many you sold. Yeah. Um, right. Well, if that's the case, then uh, we will move on to the community corner. Uh, now, obviously, we've touched on 
uh, when what Operation Ida are up to. Uh, however, we have just been informed, breaking news, the next Buckyball has been announced. Um, it's on Saturday the 19th of March uh, to uh, Sunday the 27th of March. And um, it's that new. I'm going to have to click on this link. To Hopefully this will work. It's all right. I can give you some information if you'd like. Good. Good. Because this iPad's not responding to my... It's all good. It's all app. good. Um, the, the, it is the Aquarian job, which is a nut, a nutsoed race. It is. I think it's the only one that requires an SLV. So it is to be done solely in Horizons because the terrain has changed. Right. Um, but um, it looks like it looks like a lot of fun. There is a um, there is a link. There will be a link in the show notes as well to it. But brother, brother Sabathius just uploaded it or, or like posted it twenty five minutes ago. So hot off the press. Hey, this is what you want. <laughs> this is why you pay your license. Look at us on top of news. <laughs> <laughs> we just good news. Um, yeah. So. It's always good to hear about the the Bucky Ball stuff. Oh, and uh, one thing that did surprise me actually, um, while I'm here, I better look this up quickly so I make sure I got this right, because um, I got stopped by a, a Polish fella while walking about, and he is um, he does the TWH twenty four podcast in Polish. For games like Elite Dangerous and other space sims, so if you if you are a one one of our huge amount of Polish listeners, I think there's about three. <laughs> no, there's, there's a, there is a large Polish community because um, you, you've got oh the Wing Two Sars, they're all Polish, aren't they? The Wing Tazars are, yeah, yeah. Well, um, so if you want to pop over to TWH Twenty Four Podcast, um, that should be. I, I hope I hope I haven't been punked and it, it's gone to some kind of really dodgy podcast. But do we, know, such... if it, do we know if it's in English or is it in Polish? No, it's in Polish. It's in Polish. So, um, yeah. Uh, I, and if I've actually sent you to something a bit dodgy, I do apologise in advance. Yes, if, if, if Colin has sent you somewhere dodgy, it's because he got hold of Ben's web history. <laughs> Oh no! Call private browsing. We need we need private browsing. Ah uh, dear. So yes. So I've got to say hello because um, he was a very nice chap. Uh, and um, yes. So I think that that's that's about it. That um, uh, that's about it for uh, community corner. Um, mostly clueless. We have uh, Domzilla. 2112 again. Um, he, his hint for this week is when finishing a jump, if you decelerate while it's finishing, it'll bring you to a dead stop, saving you having to dodge a star's exclusion zone in a big slow ship. Always useful. Now, wait, Colin. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's something's... a conversation about Raspberry Pi's catching up with you from before. <laughs> Actually, you're not long, wrong. Someone just has to mention the word Linux to me and I start snoring. <laughs> it, it's it's great. It's, it, it cures my insomnia, left, right, and center. Um, any other business? Well, uh, this is actually quite a important one. Um, Leafcon is 100% happening this year. However, it will not be in the Sedgebrook Hall hotel this year because of a scheduling conflict because of the Grand Prix. 
Those grand um, tricks, eh? Um, thanks, Commander Ventura. He's trying to put me to sleep. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> we do not have a confirmed date yet because the contracts haven't been signed. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but I do believe we are hoping to have Karen on next week uh, so that um, we'll be able to give more details. Um, I'm hoping that it's not going to be the dates where they suggested because otherwise I can't go. <laughs> oh, it's your daughter's birthday, isn't it? It might be. It all depends on when the actual LaveCon dates are. Well, if it is that date, then you could take her to LaveCon because as a birthday present, as a birthday present, and it'll have free free booze. Yeah, I can just see so it. Now. Can, yeah, hashtag worst dad ever. Yeah. Mm. Okay, obviously there probably are worse dads than than that, but still, she might yeah. like. It. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure all the single men at LaveCon. Oh, please, Shan. Jesus Christ, Shan. Not a chance. Not on this show. I just... What the hell do I say to that? Right. Yeah. You say no, that's what you say. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention, just because I just... This is the way it works, is that when Shan said that, I thought, yeah, let's let's see them having to get through a father who knows, who's (laughs) who's almost a black belt in karate. And so she, by the way. Uh, And... <laughs> and then that made me think of Commander Plater, because Commander Plater was was there at the uh, at the uh, meeting as well. It was so oh, nice. Cool. To, oh, that's lovely! It was so nice to see him, even though honestly his hair is gone sort of white. Yeah, yeah. he looks dignified. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, so, Colin, when you said a black belt, you're a black belt, and, and she's a black belt. I kind of had pictures of the. Uh, of the wedding scene in Kill Bill or something like that. <laughs> no, I think it would probably be more like the Baptist church in Kingsman. <laughs> if that kind of thing happened. Uh, so, um, have we got any questions or any other business that anybody wants to raise? Where do babies um, come from? Well, when a man and a woman love each other very much, Ben, I will send you some pornography to show you how that actually all works. <laughs> He's probably got it. <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, my question for the week is, do we think we will get a, any more dev element information? What, between this, now and the update? I reckon, between I reckon now this and time next week we'll date. probably have some patch notes. Yeah, we'll have. Patch I'm going to put it out there yeah. that I think we might have patch notes. It's it's a it's a scary prediction, but I think it's a possibility. I'm pretty pretty solid on that one. Yeah, I mean, I do find it quite sad that all the the CMs just have to put is one line on the forums, and then basically you have a huge flood of comments. Yeah. I mean, that one thing from Arth is from three weeks ago now is still ongoing and. Oh, what's the sign the devil finds work for idle hands? Uh, yeah, I mean, I must admit, I'm sort of backing away from the forums at the moment because it's a <laughs> it's a dark place. It's you a silly place. <laughs> <laughs> it's not to go to the forums. It's a silly place. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I think it's time for some shout-outs then. Um, 
obviously our sister station, Hutton Orbital Radio. It broadcasts on a Thursday at 8.30. You can tune in at twitch.tv slash Hutton Orbital Truckers. Or if you just want the the audio, go to radio.forthemug.com. No doubt they'll have their own special detailed report about what what they got up to at uh, Hutton Orbital uh, at, at the Elite Meet. Um <laughs> <laughs> That's if they can remember, because they did play through to three in the morning. <laughs> I, I was actually talking to Ventian, and he was still feeling rough on Monday. <laughs> yeah, we, we we showed our age by leading for a nice quiet hotel bar mm. when it after ten o'clock because yeah. came, because the music was too loud. Well, well, the one problem I had was actually not on the not. At the hotel, because the hotel was actually really comfortable and nice. It was the journey down that was a problem, and I was worried that I'd get the same on the way back, because they'd ended up cancelling the previous train, so the first train was absolutely packed. And I was sat on my reserved seat, and there was a gentleman sat uh, stood next to me, and I was about arse height. And unfortunately, oh, no. I think oh, the guy no. had severe IBS because basically I could feel the wind blow, if you know what I mean. What um, a beautiful what a beautiful image to leave on, on that. that yeah, like, that's really nice. Elite me, that's yeah. such a be- beautiful, <laughs> perfect image. I think that sums up Live Radio wonderfully. Yeah, it's, it's just sort of, it's sort of talking about blow-dried hair that I didn't want, that smelt awful. It's a good job. I, that's, that's why I was late turning up, because I had to have a shower first. Um, anyway, for the discerning commander, that looks a bit <laughs> of CQC action, check out the CQC Discord at discord.me slash Elite Dangerous CQC. Um, we'll also give some shout-outs to the following Elite Dangerous podcast. That's Allagrab AM, um, Canon Podcast. Do the Black Sky Legion do any... Um, uh, yes, they do. yeah, so they do elite, and on Fridays they're doing all sci-fi and things like that. So elite, uh, No Man's Sky, um, Star Citizen, probably okay. the Bethesda game when it comes out. Yeah. So yeah, Black Sky Legion. Then and the Spanish speakers had the Elite Cast, the Fatherhood Podcast, um, Flight Assist. New episode this week. Yeah, Commander Elm was our um, guest this week. Excellent. Go, 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 download and listen to Mal and, and have some even more psychic. Hi, that's uh, me. That's me. You're, you're welcome, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the Guard Frequency, who do other space sims as well. There's the Loose Screws, Squeaking Fuel, and System Chat. Uh, and for those who like a literary discussion about sci fi and fantasy books, there is the Data Slave podcast by Alan Stroud, but that hasn't been updated for a while. So, um, yep. Uh, now, following on from this, we do have the latest Galnet News Digest, as provided by Commander Wotherspoon and Commander Beetlejude, who we all met there as well, and it was so nice to meet them. Because, uh, yeah, let's be honest, uh, Commander Beetlejude's paintings are awesome, and uh, Commander Wotherspoon is just the Wotherspoon. Awesome. Um, Jude's pretty awesome as well. She's not just the sum of paintings. Oh, yeah, She's, Jude is, Jude is lovely. She is bonkers, and I love her. Yeah. Uh, now, have we actually missed anybody out? Because I'm really scared that we'll get a message. Uh, I'm sure. Met you. <laughs> you if, if, well, we have, if we have forgotten anyone, then it's Colin's fault for mail him. 
Well, I mean, I did spend the most time with Commander Katie Chaos, Commander Jeannie Venzil, and Commander Little Biggin, who I'm I'm really rather fond of. <laughs> yes, and first time I met the the person who introduced us all to Bloomin' Jobby. <laughs> we we need a Jobby song. We so need a Jobby song. I gave oh, you God, a no, Jobby song the other day, Chan. We do not you, want. You no, we we want a Jobby song <laughs> no, we that don't. we can actually play on the show. <laughs> no, we don't. We are not. Ha- we are not having one of those things. <laughs> Alexa, play the Jobby song. <laughs> the Jobby song needs to go along with the development news section. Oh, very <laughs> good. Well, special thanks, of course, to Commander Tokuso, JN Tracks, and Alan Stride, who create music for the show. Maybe I should apologise the to them. They they will not do the job. Uh, no. Oh, Have God. If I, if, Have if you I, asked them? If, if I get a message. Actively messaging Tokuso right now. <laughs> Was Tokuso there as well? No, he wasn't. Oh, thank goodness for that, because I thought he was, and I thought, how did I miss him? Because he didn't. We're, <laughs> we're quite safe, because Frontier haven't even listened to our store alert songs, so they're not going to listen to a jobby song. So, <laughs> you know, go ahead and do it. Commander Lenin suggested Ed Sheeran, Shape of Poo. <laughs> um, and there's, and my daughter can recommend... The Mummy Poo song and the Daddy Poo song as well. Yeah, but uh, it's the whole reference to Jobby to Poo. How do they carry on? Hang on. Um, you can't just say that, Ben, and not qualify. Even give us a line or two from the song. I, right. Um, no, I think we'll, we'll just stop Just ask Alexa for her to look on Spotify or something like that. You'll find it. Yes. Let, let's, let's move on. Well, because that's it. <laughs> that is it. Ah, it's Please, such a, God. It's such a boring that. dad comment. Honestly, I want to know what the Daddy Poo song is. That's and it. The, and that's the it. Listen, song. shush. Shush. Or you're muted. That's it for another episode of Lave Radio. Thank God. <laughs> if you want to get in touch with the show, you can email info at laveradio.com. Hit us up at facebook.com slash laveradio and tweet us at laveradio. You can join our Discord server by going to discord.io slash radio. We also have a TeamSpeak server where commanders come to hang out and chat, which you can find at teamspeak.laveradio.com. Do get in touch if you have any questions or if there's anything you'd like us to discuss in a future episode that doesn't involve jobbies <laughs> or Linux. <laughs> yeah. Live Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at 8.30. And streamed at laveradio.com uh, slash live. So thanks to Ben, thanks to Psychic, thanks to Dr. Toxic, and of course, thanks to Shan. And special thanks, of course, goes to today's tech specialist, uh, Santiago, uh, Putnik Santiago. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just sorry. Got it wrong again. <laughs> You're just sorry. Just leave it at that, Colin. Yeah. Oh, I am so sorry. <laughs> Oh, oh, Sham, that's not fair. Adders use Linux as an OS. Adders use... (laughs) (laughs) Is that that what you type out in the hotel you have to look at after? It's like some people's equivalent of counting sheep. (laughs) All work and no play makes makes Sham a dull boy. Is that what he's typing there? Yeah. So before before this, this... 
before the uh, the doors open and a whole load of blood comes out of the elevator doors. Until next time, commanders, fly safe. And if you can't do that, fly dangerous. News Digest, 1st of March, 3308. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, we look at the prospect for private quarters in fleet carriers and report on Prime Minister Mann, who has been censured by the Alliance Assembly. But first, we return to the right of the remaining Thargoids and wonder just how relevant salvation is in the modern galaxy. Anti-Zeno fighters are on the verge of eliminating the last remaining Thargoid incursions. The only question remaining is whether they can complete the job before Thursday. We reported last week that the three systems in the bubble that suffered Thargoid incursions were completely cleared in less than two weeks. The counter-momentum triggered by that unexpected foray of aliens into the human heartlands has continued with Thargoids in the remaining systems in the Colsack and Witchhead Nebulas getting rather more attention than they'd bargained for. All systems in the Colsack Nebula and the surrounding Muscadark region have been cleared of Thargoids. And in the Witchhead Nebula, only a tiny rearguard of Thargoids are still clinging on in the Lembas and Wellington systems. It seems likely that the Anti-Zeno Initiative and other organisations that are less than friendly with the eight tentacled monsters of the Coal 70 sector may manage to kick them out of those two systems before the end of the week, leaving human-inhabited space entirely untroubled by the Arachno starfish from space. There has been no further word from mad scientist Salvation, whose potty plans include some sort of death ray to wipe out the Thargoids completely. 
Some commanders have expressed their concern over just how ethical such a plan to commit genocide might be. We don't like the Thargoids, but do we really want them gone forever? And does Salvation have an ulterior motive? Like Azimuth Project Seraph four years ago, could Salvation really be plotting to use Thargoid technology to take control of the bubble? With the Thargoid threat apparently receding, perhaps siding with Salvation is a risk no longer worth taking. The Alliance Prime Minister has accepted a motion of censure and his secret defence deal with Sirius Corps is to be subject to legislative scrutiny, or else the deal will be off. The move came following the defeat of the Sirius megaship Chariot of Rhea by a popular uprising of Alliance citizens. Prime Minister Martin's nemesis, Councillor Nakato Kane, put the motion of censure to the Alliance Assembly. The vote was by no means unanimous, but it was notable that there were more abstentions than votes to defend Mahan. The Assembly has now called for the details of the pact to be laid out in a bill for scrutiny by legislators. If Mahan and Sirius agree to this arrangement, then it might yet become law. However, if they want to keep the details secret, then the legislation will not be put forward and Sirius will be asked to withdraw its four allegedly anti-Zeno megaships from the Alioth, Arimpox, Dijian and Listi systems. It is not clear at this stage whether Sirius will be willing to have the deal subject to public scrutiny. Brewer Corporation has not only been busy kitting out the Colonia Bridge this week, it's also been busy sorting out the final hurdles prior to allowing commanders on-foot access to fleet carriers. This week's goal in the Colonia Bridge is to kit out the six starports with Pioneer Supplies, a crew lounge and search and rescue services. Unlike last week, the Colonia end of the appeal appears to be doing well, with a good prospect of a successful conclusion. The starport closest to Colonia, Promium Relay, in Eoch Flyway QK-ED12-2118, missed out last week on getting universal cartographics and Vista Genomics installed due to a scarcity of commodities in the Colonia region. Of far more importance to many commanders, though, is the prospect of finally being able to walk around fleet carriers. For far too long, Brewer's flagship product has been operated like a roll-on, roll-off ferry, with pilots forced to wait in the hold with their ships, while the fleet carrier hops excitedly round the galaxy, making loud, whomping noises and emitting lightning and black smoke. Now... In just one more week, the yellow and black Do Not Cross tape will be removed from the hangar lifts and commanders will be able to mingle in the social area to visit the available surfaces in person and to visit the jump room with its panoramic view of the fleet carrier opening its vast rent in the space-time continuum to allow it to, metaphorically, disappear through one exit or run round behind the scenery and pop up again magically in another place altogether to the delight of the watching audience. Engineers working on the project have expressed their delight for how well the whole process is going as it nears the grand opening ceremony. Not only will there be public spaces, of course, but the fleet carrier owner, captain and commodore of the fleet will have their own private quarters in which they can plan their route, swig Lavian brandy or, if they're more refined, sip Centauri Megagin, 
and sing sea shanties and feed the parrots free from the annoying crowd of hangers-on and freeloaders in the public spaces. Whether they'll be allowed to design their own decor, put up posters of their favourite bands, and have three-year-long baths with their very own rubber duck and a gin and tonic remains unclear at this time. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs>